0: my prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the word of god to move forward into your destiny okay today i'm going to talk to you about a prayer to get your fight back now the interesting thing um the interesting thing about this particular prayer point is that i have a lot more scripture than i normally have and i'm just going to go with the flow this is not my time this is god's time he could do what he wants to do in this time i have been sensing very strongly in my spirit as a mother in the spirit there's a lot of you that have been discouraged and the bottom and your, your hope has been deferred making your heart sick getting you upset you're some of you are losing your focus And god wants me to share some specific scriptures with you I'm going to be honest with you. I've been up since 3:30 a.m. and the Lord's been talking to me about you, about what you're going through. He has given me specific scripture, and so we're going to highlight these scriptures that I have received from the Holy Spirit. The way I hear from God is He rises up within me, and I hear parts of verses, and then I go and I look it up, and I I understand what He's trying to say. So that's how I hear what I'm supposed to share with you. But if you could just bear with me. In this particular prayer point, before we pray, that I do have to give you these scriptures because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it's important for you to understand that I'm going to pray for you. God's going to release a fresh wind of his presence and he's going to encourage you. But it's very important that you have a foundation of what he says in his word. So if the enemy comes in at another time, you have ammunition to use against him. And you know exactly what God has said to you in this particular session. And you have that ammunition. And it will cause you to stand strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Okay? So the very first scripture I have to share with you, remember our prayer point is a prayer to get your fight back. Uh, Daniel chapter 7 verse 25 The scripture talks about the enemy, and you know that we do have an enemy. And it says, and he shall speak words against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the most high. And what I'm discerning is that many of you, you're being worn out and you're wearing out. And God wants his word for you today. He wants you to lift up the hands that hang down, strengthen the feeble knees, make straight paths for your feet. You're going to cross over to the other side. You're going to do everything God has called you to do. You're going to be everything God has called you to be. You're going to run and not grow weary. You're going to move into a new time and a new season in your purpose and the plan that God has for you. But the enemy is attacking you and and coming against you right at the gate, just before that door is about to open up to you. And God is saying to you today, I don't want you to grow weary in well-doing. I want you to receive from me. This fresh presence, this fresh fire of my spirit, I want to do a new thing in you. But if you draw back and you grow weary and well doing, and you you have a defeated posture, God is saying, I can't bring you into the thing that I want you to want to bring you into. And you many of you are like Esther, both male and female. You have been raised up for such a time as this. And so anytime we're about to enter into a new phase of ministry a new phase of calling or a new phase of what we're supposed to do in the marketplace you've always got that enemy at the gate i don't know how it works somehow the devil sees what's in store and he tries to abort the plan of god for our lives but god is saying to you today it's the enemy that's trying to wear you out it's not me anybody who thinks that the lord is trying to wear them out we really need to read the bible because the bible says that the faith is the one that comes Kill, steal, and destroy it. Jesus has come to give you life and life more abundantly. God's not testing you. The Bible says, let no man say that when he is tempted, he has been being tested by God. Okay? You're being it's it's the enemy that's trying to sift you. It's the enemy that's trying to thwart your purpose. If this is not coming from God, I'm stuck here. The Bible says, every good. And perfect gift comes from the above, comes from the Father, and He doesn't change, and He is a good and He is a perfect Father. He's the one encouraging you. He's the one coaching you. He's the one telling you to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner man. He's the one that wants you to cross over. It's the enemy that is trying to defeat you and wear you out. Now, here's another scripture I heard in my spirit this morning, early this morning, Luke 22, 31 through thirty-two. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, and put your name in there, whoever you are that this is speaking to today, and whoever it is that's listening to this replay, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But what Jesus did was he prayed for him ahead of time that what? That his faith fail not. So God doesn't want your, your, you to grow weary and well-doing. God, See, the, the attack is really against your faith. The attack is against your faith and your destiny. And Satan's trying to sift you. He's trying to get you off course. He's trying to get you to lose your focus. And God's saying, listen, I'm, I'm going to raise up people to pray for you. And I believe that I'm one of them right now today to pray for you that what? That your faith fail not. And I believe in, in the times that we have together that spiritual things are transferable. There's something of what I carry that that as I minister to you, administer this word to you, comes up out of me by the power of the Holy Spirit, goes into you and strengthens you and, and, and something is imparted to you. Now, in this scripture, he says to Simon, he says, I'm praying for you that your faith fail not. He said, but when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. So. The enemy is not only after your purpose and the plan and the destiny for you, he's after the people that you who are in your sphere of influence. You see, my friends, every single one of you has a sphere of influence. And you are the light in your world, a city that's set in your world that cannot be hid. And men are and women are coming to the brightness of your rising, Isaiah 60, and they're being drawn to you because they know you have Jesus they know you have something that they don't have so the enemy's not only attacking you because he wants to get you off course but the enemy also knows that if he could get you off course he can also get all the people that you're going to influence off course because i truly believe this and i've said this for a long time that we're entering into one of the greatest moves of god the earth has ever seen the Bible says the harvest is plenteous, the labors are few. You're one of the laborers that's been sent into the harvest to live in a time such as this. And, and the harvest is not yet born again, they're going to come in like in, in droves to the brightness of the rising of Jesus Christ, who is seen on the inside of you when they look at you and when they get in your presence. So he said, Peter, when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. You're going to go out. And you're going to preach the gospel. You're going to heal the sick. You're going to cleanse the lepers. I have a purpose and a plan to use you. I'm going to use your hands to lay hands on the sick. And they are going to recover. Okay. So there's something or someone that the enemy Satan is attempting to steal from you or has stolen. And the Lord wants you to fight and get back to what the enemy has no right to have. I like what my friend Joe Sorce said, and I posted this on my ministry page, that when you fight, you fight from a position of victory. You see, Jesus already spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of the devil openly. He triumphed over all the works of darkness. The Bible says, every place the soul of your foot treads upon God. God said, Jesus said, I have given it to you. So when we talk about getting our fight back, I'm talking about getting out of the soulless realm out of your emotional realm and getting into the spirit of who you really are in Christ. You see, the fighter is in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory is in you. What what we do sometimes is our soul, like the book we're talking about, Decision Time from the Prayer of Dedication and Consecration, your soul becomes heavy. Your soul is exceedingly sorrowful, sometimes unto death you're so discouraged. But it's your spirit that needs to rise up. You see, because your spirit is willing, but it's your soul that you've got to deal with. It's your soul that's weak. And that's why it's very important, my friends, that you renew your mind with the word of God. You put the scriptures in your mind. You find out who Christ is in you. You find out that the warrior is in you. And that truly you can do all things through Christ. Who what? who strengthens you. But my friends, it's tapping into that realm of glory, tapping into that dimension. But my friends, that dimension is not far from you. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Out of your innermost being flows the rivers of living water. But what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying is this, the battle or the battleground is in your mind. It's between your two ears. Some thoughts that are persistent that come from the enemy okay the warfare okay we could talk about this for 30 minutes 45 minutes just warfare alone okay but then there's sometimes there's thoughts that you have in between your own two ears that are just from your own soulish self okay That needs to be transformed that's why the bible says um about the renewing your mind with the Word of God so that your mind is transformed by this Word of God. And when the Word of God gets into you, into your heart, into your soul, it causes a change in you. And you're able to be what Jesus truly said you are. You're able to truly be that more than conqueror, that overcomer. That what Deuteronomy says, the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, okay? So, so the Lord wants you to get your fight back. <laughs> and he sent me to say this to you today. I heard this two weeks ago. He says, I want you to do a prayer point for my people to, to get their fight back, okay? But he says, but some of them are growing weary from the fight. Now, if you're fighting out of the soulish realm, you're definitely in it get growing weary. But if you tap into the realm of the spirit, and you fight from the spirit realm, and you activate the Christ in you, and you activate the scriptures of what God said, and you activate speaking the word of God, and you activate your faith, you will come to a place where, you know what, the storms may come, the winds may come, and it beats against whatever you, the circumstances are going on in your life, but you are not moved. You know, you're not moved by what you see you're not moved by what you hear you're only moved by one thing and that is what god said about you and what the word of god says about you okay so here's the scripture he gave me this morning galatians 6 9 let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest and we don't give up just before your greatest harvest you will experience the greatest warfare but you've got to get through the warfare you know, it says in um, Psalms 23, David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the strengthener is in me. God, the Holy Ghost. He is in me. He is with me. He's there with me, strengthening me. The strengthener, the comforter. I am not an orphan. I have the helper, the Holy Ghost, living on the inside of me. And as I worship the Lord, as I pray in tongues, I yield myself to the Holy Spirit. He rises up. He causes me to be more than a conqueror. I'm going to read you uh, a, a short story. I'm not reading all the scriptures, but there's a memorable picture of this in our prayer point from the word of God. First Samuel 30. And I'm just going to highlight the things that I want to bring out in this prayer point. First Samuel, beginning at verse three, when David and his warriors have been out on a military mission. How many of you are on a military mission? If you're a child of God, you are in the army of God. We are on a mission from God. We are on this earth to build the kingdom of of, of God on this earth. I believe we're on a mission from God and we are in the army of God. Okay, they've been sent out on a military mission. Their mortal enemies, the Amalekites, launch a sneak attack on David's camp and take prisoner, what the Bible says, the women, and all who were in it. When David and his men came to Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. And then they took all the plunder. They took everything. Everything that they had was completely and totally stolen from them. Now, if you think about it, they're on a military mission. They're probably obeying God and doing what God had called them to do, just like you and I are doing. We're on this military mission. We're obeying God. We're on a mission for God. We want to build the kingdom. We're co laborers together with Him. And then we've got all these tests and trials and things that are coming our way. What is that? Warfare? It's the enemy. He wants to take us out. But you know what? It's like I said to a friend of mine the other day the more they were persecuted, the more they grew and multiplied. The enemy thinks he's taken us out. And oh, it may look like, yeah, we're growing very well doing. I get that. But you know what? Something on the inside of you is going to rise up. A tenacity. What I call the grit factor. And it's going to take a hold of that enemy who's like a snake. And you're going to slam him down. And every place the sole of your foot treads upon God said, I'm giving it to you. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid of their faces. I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. I am for you. And if I'm for you, who can be against you? Not only that, but if you be willing and obedient, you will not go under. You will not die. You will, you will, you be willing and obedient. You will eat the good of the land. And there's a scripture. I don't know where it is. I think it's in Joshua. Maybe I'm not sure. But all those that are incensed against you, it's not your problem the people that are coming against you and are incensed against you and are talking about you and speaking all manner of evil against you, you just need to let it go. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your strength and just love your neighbor as yourself. Some of your enemies, you gotta love them from a distance and you gotta set up a healthy boundary and say, no, you are not allowed in my life because you are a toxic person. And that toxic person very often is used by the enemy to bring you down, take you down, verbally assault you, psychologically assault you, tear you up so that you're not everything God has called you to be. But today, this day, is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Harden not your heart. Let it go. All those that are incensed against you, remember, God said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord i will repay you don't repay evil for evil for evil you do the right thing you speak the right words you keep your mouth shut there was a time in my life i was betrayed by every single person who i i was except my really close friends and you know what the lord told me he said stand still and see the salvation of god That all those lies and all those rumors, and all those things that they're saying about you, he says, You keep your mouth shut. I don't want you to defend yourself. I am your defender, you. I am your defender, my child, and I will defend you at the proper time and in the proper season. You know, the cream always comes to the top, eventually, what's true comes to the top. Okay, so God said, Let me be your defender, and if you have to. Keep your mouth shut and let the Lord speak for you. Okay, let's go on. They, they launched a sneak attack on David's camp. They took prisoner, like we said, everybody. Now, the Bible says, we're not going into the whole verse. The Bible says that they wept until they had no strength left to weep. I mean, think about it. This is a heartbreaking scene. They literally lost everything. And the greatest treasure we could possibly have Is our families, our sons, our daughters, our children, our families. And these people, they were hurt to the core. And the Bible says, like we said, they wept till they had no strength to weep. And what happened is those tears that they were weeping turned into bitterness. And the Bible says each one was bitter in his spirit and wanted to stone David. But the Bible says, but David found strength in the Lord, his God. So David inquired of the Lord, the Bible says, and as a result of God's direction, because he inquired of the Lord, he got God's direction. He led his men back what the enemy back to what the enemy had stolen. and the Bible says, and David recovered everything that the Amalekites had taken. There was nothing missing, young or old, boy or girl or anything that they had taken, David brought everything back. But let me tell you, see, David found his strength in the Lord. Your strength comes from the Lord. Now, I have to get this in here. And I know this is turning out to be a more of a teaching, but I'm going to go with the flow anyway, because you need to hear this. And when we pray, your faith will be at such a level, you'll just be able to receive it into yourself and you'll be able to walk in complete freedom. How do you get your fight back and maintain your strength? These are all the things the Lord gave me this morning. How do you get your fight back and maintain your strength? Yes, I'm going to pray for you. But how do you do it yourself? Because the scripture says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. When I'm not around or your Christian friends aren't around, you need to stir yourself up and you need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Listen, my friends, you've got this. Not only do you have it, but God's got you, okay? So how do you encourage yourself in the Lord? Number one, and you knew this was, I was gonna say this, for pr- you do it through prayer. Here's a prayer that you could pray, okay? And you could pray this prayer every single day. You could pray it every single hour if you want. It's a prayer you could pray for yourself out of Ephesians chapter one, verse, I think it's 16 through 21. Pray that God would strengthen you with might. By, your, by his spirit in your inner man. Pray that God would strengthen you with might. Okay, pray that prayer for yourself. And in general, the way to be encouraged and to stay strong is to pray. Psalm 1611 says, in his presence is what? Fullness of joy. And then we know that Nehemiah 8.10 says that the joy of of the Lord is our strength. So when you pray, the, the, you, you're in his presence and that, that the joy of being in his presence strengthens you. Okay, and The Hebrew word for joy is C-H-E-D-V-A-H, H, meaning joy or gladness. The root for joy in this context means to rejoice or make glad. Strength in this same verse is the Hebrew word meaning a place or means of safety, protection, refuge, or stronghold. The root word of strength means to be strong, prevail, to make firm, strengthen. The joy of the Lord is a constant gladness and causes one to rejoice. It stems from an inner strengthening from our relationship with him. So the joy of the Lord keeps you grounded. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And when you spend time with him, my friends, you may not feel it, but you are being strengthened. Have you ever spent time in the presence of God and prayed? It happened to me the other day. Cause I have a 21 day thing where I'm going after God in December. And I have this intensive thing that I'm doing with prayer, listening to the Word, songs, worship. It's kind of a continual communion with Him, a focused kind of intentional, staying connected with Him. And it, the other day when I was praying, I was getting tired. I was just getting tired. And I just want to go to sleep. What does that mean, that you're, God's not there? What does it mean, that there's something wrong with you? No, it just means that you're tired, okay? But even though you're tired in your body, does not mean that you're not in his presence? You're in his, in his presence continually. There's nowhere that you can run from his presence, okay? He's always there. So when you focus in on him, even whether you feel it or not, he is there and he is strengthening you, okay? Now, number two, how do you get your fight back and maintain your strength, okay? Number two, trust him. I said trust him. Easier said than done, right? Well, you got to make that decision. You're either going to trust yourself or you're going to trust God. So if you're going to stay strong in these perilous times, you're going to have to trust him, okay? Trust him. I remember a long time ago, about 21 years ago, I was making my bed and I heard audibly rising up on the inside of me. I heard the voice of my father and he said to me, are you willing to trust me? I knew exactly what he was referring to, a very private business. And he said, are you willing to trust me? And I said, yes. And it took 21 years for the promise to come to pass. 21 years for for the reason he wanted me to trust him to come to pass. But I stayed steady. I trusted him. I knew he had me. I knew that even though things were sometimes hurt so bad, I could hardly stand it. I knew that God said, if you trust me, I'm going to bring you out with a mighty outstretched arm. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to be with you. And I've got a plan, something you don't see yet. See, my friends, God knows your future better than you know your past. And he knows the intention of your heart. And he knows where you're going to go. And he knows how how you're going to continue to serve him with all of your heart. These minor afflictions, the Bible says, it's just temporary. But what it's producing in you is, is an internal glory. It's producing in you a greater anointing. It's producing in you greater compassion for other people. See, we are a work in progress. You know, he's the potter, we're the clay, and he's working on us every day. Don't get off the wheel. My friends, stay on the wheel. God is perfecting everything that concerns you. You don't understand everything yet. You, 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 You can't see everything yet, but God's got you. I want you to say that with me. Say, God's got me. Say it right now. You could even put it in the comments. God's got me. Okay. So, in, in order to stay strong and to get your fight back, you've got to trust Him. Just trust Him. Okay. Psalms 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him and He helps me. So, we talk about trust. We're talking about, it's an act of surrender. Lord, I trust you. I know you got me. I know you got me. I know you got me. I know faith without works is dead. There's some things you gotta do, okay? But when he's asking you to trust him in the midst of what he's telling you, don't tell me you don't know the voice of your father. My sheep, Jesus said, hear my voice and the voice of another they will not follow. You have heard your vo- his voice in the area he is asking you to trust him in. It's your mind that's giving you trouble that's growing weary. God wants you to trust him. It's a place of faith and it's a place of surrender. Number three, let's go on. David, it says in the scripture, David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's the King James version. Well, how do you encourage yourself in the Lord? Discipline yourself to speak the word of God and not dwell in the circumstances. Circumstances may say one thing, but the Word of God says another. So speak the Word of God over your circumstances. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Abraham called those things that be not as though they were. Speak the Word of God. Number two, how do you encourage yourself in the Lord? You rehearse or you remember what God has done for you in the past. <laughs> remember all those things He's did for you in the past and how He is faithful and true and He brought you through all those different things. Think about that. Go back into some of your journals, some of you that keep journals and rehearse what God did for you in the past. Okay? And that'll encourage you. Number three, praise and worship is the voice of faith. Father, I just worship you and I praise you that you've got me. I thank you that no weapon formed against me will prosper. And just worship him. Praise and worship is the voice of faith. Another way to encourage yourself is sing or sing or pray in tongues. I have. A lot of teachings on that. Some of you who have not heard me teach on tongues and the benefits of tongues, it's one of my highlights in my ministry. Tongues, when you speak in an unknown tongue, you speak not unto men, but unto God. He understands you. You could sing in the Spirit, and singing in the Spirit is a form of praise and worship where you worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And that's the good way to just encourage yourself in the Lord and build yourself up. Okay? How do you get your fight back and maintain your strength? This is what the Lord said to me this morning. Tell my people to get their vision back. Look on the inside of you. What do you see? God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see yourself doing, my friends? What did you see yourself doing when you were a child? what did you act out when you were a child okay some of you are like well i don't know what that is i don't know what that my vision is my purpose is well that's where you need to go into prayer and you need to say the lord lord open up the eyes of my heart write the vision on the tablets of my heart write it in me i pray lord that you give me the desires of my heart and ask him to here's another scripture work in you to will and to do of his good pleasure and he'll start to work in you just open yourself up and even like this book decision time pray not my will your will be done in my life okay ask him the bible says in proverbs 29:11 without the vision the people perish actually there's another translation that says without prophetic insight the people perish That's why you need to hear the word of the Lord for yourself. So often we're looking for other people to give us the word of the Lord. Yeah, prophecy is given, true, that you may war a good warfare. Many of us have received multiple prophecies. Okay, I get that. But the greatest form of hearing from God and being led by the Spirit is you being a son and a child of God and hearing the voice of your good shepherd and him writing a vision in your heart. Okay. Now, remember, eternity, Ecclesiastes 4, is written in your heart. So before God ever formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you and he ordained this purpose and this plan in this for your life. And some of it may be in seed form for some of you. Others, it, it may be a little more, the phase is going even further as you progress and as you matured. But that destiny, that vision is already on the inside of you. So when you spend time with him, he begins to write that vision. And when you have vision, it causes you to get your fight back. Because you're going to fight for what's yours. You're going to fight for that purpose and you're going to fight for that destiny. Okay. Lastly, thank you, Jesus, that we're here. Okay. This is a scripture I heard on the inside of me this morning again, and I'm getting chills as I speak this. I heard in my spirit, our hope is lost. Okay. And I knew obviously it's it was. In the Bible because I I remember hearing it and I found it in Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 10 and it's the story of the valley of the dry bones it says here so I prophesied you know he's he was he was commanded to prophesy so I prophesied as I was commanded as he commanded me and breath entered into them because the bones were very dry and it looked like everything was dying and there was no hope, and that those bones were never gonna live. But God told the prophet, I want you to prophesy to the dry bones. In other words, I want you to speak to them, okay? Like we said, life and death are in the power of your words. And, and he, as he commanded me, and the breath entered them, and they came to life, and they stood on their feet, a vast army, army of God. Those of you that are listening, you're a vast army, Church of Jesus Christ. Okay, you're a vast army. Okay, you are going to arise. You are going to shine. You are going to march. You are. We are going to enter into our promised land. Okay, the glory of the latter house of the body of Christ is going to be greater than the former. It is going to come to pass. Just don't grow weary in well-doing. So he says, I prophesied as I was commanded and it came to life, a vast army. And he said to, him, to me, son of man, These bones are the whole house of Israel. Look, they are saying our bones are dried up and our hope has perished and we are caught off. Therefore, prophesy and tell them this is what the Lord God says. Oh, my people. And this is what he's saying to us today. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my people. I will open your graves. I will bring you up from them and I will bring you back in this case to the land of Israel. But God is saying, I'm going to open up your graves. I'm going to breathe in you fresh fire, my spirit and my anointing. I'm going to breathe in you so you get your fight back. Okay? So we're going to pray. That's my assignment to pray for you. But I had to give you the word of the Lord. Okay? Okay. This is what we're going to do. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to posture yourself. Remember, we say when you practice visualization, it really enhances your prayer life. Oh, glory to God. And this is what I'm seeing. I see us as an army standing before the throne of God. And Jesus Christ, the great warrior, is on his white horse. And he's armed for battle. Thank you, Lord. And I see him looking at his army. And I see him breathing on you, the breath of life, fresh fire, fresh wind. And those of you that are bowed down and those of you that are crippled, as he breathes upon you, I see you rising up. I see breath coming into you and your lungs expanding. Yes, I said your lungs expanding. I command lungs, anyone who's listening to this, for your lungs to be healed in the name of Jesus. I speak life to your lungs right now in Jesus' name and command the sickness and the darkness, the cancer, the infection to leave your lungs now in Jesus' name. And the Lord is breathing into your lungs and I see you expanding. Now, Heavenly Father, now as I, I'm going to pray and I want you to receive from the hand of Jesus with your eyes closed and visualize Him imparting this to you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. For this great army of listeners who are listening to this broadcast. Father, I speak life to them in Jesus' name. I command every weapon and every work of darkness to get off of them in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that Jesus Christ, the great shepherd, the warrior of the church, I pray that he would strengthen each and every one with might into their inner core, into their spirits in Jesus' name that you'd strengthen them in their bellies strengthen them in their soul strengthen them in their bodies where there's weariness of soul i speak strength i prophesy strength where there's weariness in their souls i speak strength some of you your souls have have been so wounded from all the warfare and the words and i just see like a swirling going on in your soulless realm and the lord stretches forth his hands to heal and the spirit of the lord is upon me and he has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted and though we're absent in the flesh we're present in the spirit jesus is laying his hand right on your heart lay your hand right now on your heart as a point of contact and transmission Jesus Christ makes you whole. And Father, I'm asking that you would give my listeners wisdom. You said in your word that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Father, I ask, I have faith for each and every one under the sound of my voice. I ask that you would give Each and every one of my listeners, the wisdom to discern what is in their own heart and mind and what is in your heart and mind for their lives. I pray, Father, that you would write a vision on the tablets of their hearts. Begin to write it. Write it on the tablets of their hearts. And may they hear a word behind them saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. May you grant them dreams and visions in the night. Father, I pray that you would give them a burden. And we know, Father God, from experience that where the burden is, that's where the destiny is. That's where the purpose is. That's where the call is. Pray that you would give them a burden. Pray that you'd rise up and give them vision. And I speak to discouragement and hope that's been deferred. Lord God, I pray that you remove it from them. I just see somebody, you've got like scales on your eyes. And they're not, it's not in the physical, it's in the natural. Father, I pray for those individuals. I pray that you would anoint their eyes with eye salve, that they may see in the spirit. That they may see what the will of the Lord is. That they may see your plans and purposes. And most importantly, Father, I pray that they would see your heart. I pray that they would come to know and understand your heart, the motives and the intentions of your heart. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.